0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn
1: Cullen. Hey, welcome to the program. It is uh, September 2nd. It's a Wednesday, right? It's <laughs> my uh, pandemic brain can't can't keep track of of days, months, I might not even, well, I do know it's 2020, the year that will live in infamy. Anyway, hi, how you doing? Let's talk. A little bit of good news, kind of, sort of, and I said little bit, uh, and I did not know the Centers for Disease Control could do this, but they actually did something, and that was that they ordered a national moratorium essentially uh protecting a lot of renters from uh eviction uh, through the end of the year uh you know the fine print is is everything uh, it the order protects people who earn you know a certain amount of money uh they also have to um prove that they are unable to pay <laughs> they have to prove that their inability to pay is a result of the pandemic and they have to show that they've looked for government uh assistance <clears throat> and that uh they would likely be homeless if evicted. So if they can like check off all of those things. Uh oh. I'm being told that my call is not good. Hmm. What should I do what you you know what? Probably won't change if I call back in. Okay. Uh my producer's telling me I'm I'm not sounding good. Uh can you all hang there? I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna try again. And uh if that doesn't work, I'll I guess I'll try my cell phone and uh Amy, you could let me know there are callers by uh emailing me. Okay, but let's try the let's try the landline uh one more time. This'll take just uh, you know, thirty seconds or so, okay? So there'll be silence for a while and then I'll be back. Hang on. Okay, how I sound? Is it better? Um, if it's not better, I'm gonna hang up again, and we'll try my um, my cell phone. And this this happened with my sister yesterday, so I don't know. Um, Amy, let me know if this sounds any better. So anyway, in talking about this uh, CDC uh, order. Um, it gives obvious uh, some measure of relief to some uh, people, but I suspect not all people and um, a little better, but not completely. I'm going to do my cell phone, guys, and see if that's any better. Okay. Hang on. I don't want you. Li- I can't stand listening to that kind of you know jumble. So here, hang on. I'm going to do that again. And, uh, Amy, if there's callers, please just email me. And callers understand that the email's very slow in, like, letting me know you're there. Okay. Hang on. We're gonna switch phones again. All right, testing, one, two, one, two, one, two. Amy, I won't know if I sound okay because I you can't, well, how do you text me when I'm, <laughs> I don't understand any of this. Okay, I'm hoping that's better. If not, uh, if not, I don't know. Jeez. Um. All right. I'm just going to – I'm sorry, Amy. You're just going to have to deal, uh, through, uh, deal with me on the um, email, okay? Um, uh, something I've been wanting to share with you – I'm just going to do this first, and then I want to get into some of the things that our uh, repulsive president um, said yesterday that just <laughs> – are beyond uh, belief. Um, Kurt, who is one of us, um, sent this, I have to tell you, Amy, I'm getting a lot of racket in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse my French. Uh, You know, those annoying sounds that have happened since, yeah? So that's there uh it's better on the cell i'm being told okay but it's not great for me i just want you to know okay anyway back to um back to kurt he suggested something which i think is just so smart and he suggested it in a in a letter to uh, state representative summer lee and i'm just going to read it to you um, his biggest point is, you know, stop and think of. I'm not going to read all the cases. <laughs> the biggest point is, think of all of the jobs that require a state license. I mean, and hours and hours of study and all kinds. Think of all of them. The person who gives you a pedicure, the uh, the plumber, the Geez, I think everything is practically every. Your hairdresser, physicians, obviously doctors. I mean, all manner of real estate agents, all manner of professions. A huge percentage of professions, the state licenses. You got to show a certain level of proficiency. And because the state licenses you, you are uh, vulnerable to having that license yanked. And Kurt suggests that that's what we do with police. He told uh, Representative Lee, if I understand correctly, the only qualifications to be a police officer in Pennsylvania and in most states is to complete a training course and pass an exam. And then there is nothing to monitor or regulate beyond the job performance. Whereas a licensing board would establish minimum qualifications Provide monitoring and maintaining of professional standards uh, we could ensure that police who showed substandard performance could not easily transfer from one department to another as they do now um Kurt says that if an officer's conduct is unprofessional or shows insufficient respect for the life and liberty of of Pennsylvania citizens, the license could be suspended or terminated. And this could be highly effective if backed by a law requiring that all police officers in the state maintain a license, to that they have to have this license. Now, you know, stop and think. Somehow the state legislature has seen fit to have so many workers who deal with the public, jump through a lot of hoops, spend money, go to school, all this kind of stuff to be able to ply their trade. Well, why the hell wouldn't we do that for people who are armed and sometimes dangerous they somehow don't have to be licensed i would i would think that they should be licensed more than the person who does my nails or cuts my hair just saying and it's uh it's a smart smart Idea, And I can't think of a damn reason why it shouldn't be instituted immediately. That's all I want to say. I'll be curious to see what, uh, representative, uh, Summer Lee says in, in response. Um, something that, uh, that Trump said yesterday, and I saw reported credulously, and I can't remember what network I was watching, they repeated it as if it were true, and it was not. And here's what he said. My administration coordinated with the state, talking about Wisconsin, My administration coordinated with the state and local authorities to very, very swiftly deploy the National Guard. He said that in that ridiculous roundtable he held uh, yesterday in Kenosha. And then he also tweeted, If I didn't insist, all caps, on having the National Guard activated in Kenosha, there would be no Kenosha now. Well, let's bring some reality to this. The president does not call up the state guard. The governor does. And the governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, did call up the state national guard very quickly. This Democrat governor called them up very quickly. And then when things got even more squirrely, he called in more. And a day later, he actually asked other states, governors of Arizona, Michigan, and Alabama, to help him, and they sent troops. So the Democratic governor of Wisconsin was quick to bring National Guard troops to Kenosha and tamp down. What was happening there and let's remember what was happening there. Okay. One black man was shot in the back seven times in front of his three young sons by a police officer. Two protesters of that police shooting were shot and killed by a Trump supporter A few days later. So the violence, the death, was not the result of protesters. It was the cops and a Trump supporter. And what tapped it down was the Democratic governor calling in not only his national guard, but seeking help from other states. He didn't turn to the feds at all. And Trump saying that he coordinated with him is a, of course, lie. And the absurdity of him being credited for keeping Kenosha on the map by sending in guard troops when he did not. And that some media let him spread these obvious lies just boils my blood. He did the same thing in Minneapolis. He said, as a matter of fact, he repeated this yesterday at that stupid roundtable thing. He said, you look at Minneapolis. Minneapolis. They should have acted much quicker. When we got the National Guard in there, it took literally a half hour. You saw the scene. It was over. And they haven't had a problem of any consequence since. That's a lie. A total lie again. The governor of Minnesota, Tim Walls, a Democrat, activated. Minnesota National Guard after George Floyd's death, May 28th to be exact, and the Guard began its deployment at 4 p.m. that day. I tell you that because at midnight, eight hours after the guard had been deployed by the Democratic governor, our president tweeted that the mayor of Minneapolis better get his act together or I'm going to send in the National Guard and get the job done right. That anyone would think that this man deserves four more years, is beyond me. It's beyond any rational person's ability to conjure why, in heaven's name, anyone could tolerate a lying SOB like this. Stoking more and more division rather than doing what every other president before him tried to do, which is, well, I, I'm not going to say every other. Because Republican presidents, I, mean, I thought of Richard Nixon when I said that, have often sought division uh, to maintain power. And then, of course, this bizarro interview he had on Fox News and what he said, he was spouting total QAnon, total QAnon, when he said, people that you've never heard of are controlling Biden. That's the QAnon bit. These dark forces. Yes. Oh, then he said people that are in the dark shadows. This is QAnon. People in the dark shadows are controlling Biden and controlling the world. And when they're not busy controlling the world, they're eating babies, drinking their blood, waiting for Donald Trump to save them. And so there is a man who is, God help us, the president of the United States, using this propaganda arm of the Republican Party, Fox News, to disseminate this total, wacko, I think just a few months ago, it was considered total wackiness, and now it is in the White House and in the Republican Party, and not a word from Republican office holders. Even Ingram couldn't take it. She says, "Uh, that sounds uh, like a conspiracy theory. And he said quickly, no, no, people that you've never heard of. They're people that are on the streets. They're people that are controlling the streets. Did you know they're controlling the streets, these people, too? How do they find time to have sex with children and kill them and eat them for dinner? I, I, I These must be the greatest multitaskers in the world. And then he went into that plane thing. What the hell was that? We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with thugs wearing these dark uniforms, black uniforms with gear with and this and that. They're on a plane. Anyone who is not frightened living in a country governed by this man lacks the survival skills uh, needed to, I think, successfully procreate at some point, if that's their desire. Geez. And to think we could lose this election to this, this crazy man, this sicko, this psychopath. God. And then the clear attempt to make war on much of America, most of America, the cities. The cities of America. That's the Republican game plan. To demonize the cities of America as hell holes on fire. And they're doing that, obviously, because most Americans large cities are run by Democrats. Uh, not all. And in fact, um, I think it was NBC that did a piece last night that showed how the uptick in crime this year is happening in cities run by Democrats and happening in cities run by Republicans. There's no difference. There aren't as many Republican cities, but when there are, they got the same issues, the exact same issues and the same increase in crime. I'm talking about Fort Worth. I'm talking about Jacksonville. I'm talking about Tulsa. San Bernardino. Yeah. And let's be clear that when cities in this country have tried to confront some of the issues in urban America, they have been stymied over and over again by Republicans in Washington who have cut funding to programs that would help. because it's to their advantage to make the cities look bad. And this idea that somehow mayors are able to have incredible control of all of these huge issues, socioeconomic issues, poverty, housing, crime, you name it. It's absurd. Unlike Trump, who's running a deficit unlike any ever seen, mayors have to have a balanced budget. They can't run deficits. And they're limited by the states in their ability to raise taxes or enact laws on issues. You know that. Every time it seems that Pittsburgh has tried to get their hands around an issue and pass legislation, damn, Right away, they get sued, and they're told, you don't have the authority to do that. So the Republicans, as usual, are totally disingenuous in this trying to paint this picture of Democrats unable to control cities. And the assumption that cities are somehow... Little nations, little city-states that they govern. The reality is, is, no, Donald Trump has extreme power, which he likes. He's the one not doing a damn thing. When the pandemic hit, what did he do? He deferred after totally screwing it up. He said, oh, this is for the states. He let the governors handle it. I really, guys, I, I mean, my anger is, I have a caller. Oh, gosh, thanks. Uh, caller, are you still there?
0: Hello? Hello.
1: Hi. How
0: you doing? Hey. Ha! He will lose, he will lose, he will lose if we vote, if we vote, if we vote. He's losing in all the categories. Double digits, suburban women, suburbanites,
1: he is losing among college-educated people. He is losing. The numbers are in the Democrats' favor. He will lose if we vote. And I I could bet my life on it. He will lose. And that that He will. He will not win if everybody comes out and votes like they're supposed to. If we sit back like
0: the last time and say, ah, hell, he'll lose, then we're not going to win. But if everybody votes... We'll win. We've got this. Right. We got it. Just
1: well, we I want can't you to go into a are... fight and think you're going to lose. You got to go into go a fight. I used to do martial arts. You have to go into a <laughs> fight. And believe you can win. And we're going to win. We're going to do it. I want to tell you. You are welcome to call the show every day and do this little pep talk for me. Yeah, because I can't go. Into I need it. Even I'm going to lose. No way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. See ya. Thank Bye. you. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Thank
1: you. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. God almighty. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Okay. So, uh, what else I have here, Mario? Oh, I. this is something I saw that I really liked. The governor of New Jersey a democrat um signed a bill that criminalizes the act of calling 911 because a black person is standing on your property or because a black person is doing anything anybody who files who calls 911 or files a false police report solely because of somebody's race and ethnicity, religion, all that kind of stuff, they will be charged. He in signing the statement said it's an abhorrent, abhorrent form of discrimination. And the misuse of our 911 system places victims in a potentially dangerous situation and obviously can erode trust between people of color and law enforcement. Individuals who choose to weaponize this form of intimidation will be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. So um, that's good news. I would like to see some other states uh, follow suit. Lou says, you're not alone in your anger. I know I'm not. You're not alone in your outrage. I know. But, you know, we're all so separated now. It's hard to be sitting here in my home by myself in such a state the majority of us, Lou says, are also witnessing this same atrocity, and we will vote. Oh. Well, thank you for that. Um, I mentioned uh, Representative Summer Lee uh before, and I there's something else I want to talk to you about. Um, that that she um, also, what's the word? What's the word, Colin? Jesus Christ! Uh, that she also uh, spoke of. Um, I had mentioned um, a certain woman whose last name is Bell. Uh, who works, uh, on, uh, KDKA radio. I had mentioned her the other day because she is now, I saw two clips of her actually fomenting, uh, violence against, well, people like me, I guess. Uh, essentially, she was saying shoot to kill we're going to shoot we're going to shoot she was she was trying to do what Donald Trump does which is stoke stoke the violence because this is their um this is their only recipe they think for winning the only way they win they think Is if they create such carnage, borrowing a phrase from Trump's first inaugural address, which I didn't at the time even understand. I thought, what? What's he talking about, carnage in America? (laughs) It's something he wants because then he can play the strong man. And it's what his followers want. And Wendy is one of them. So I said, you know, that there's no way that a reputable radio station would employ somebody
0: who is
1: actively urging
0: uh,
1: her audience to shoot other people. (laughs) And I, somebody dug up a tweet I had done, I don't know, six months ago when she said something else outrageous where I said that she's vile and she should be, uh, there should be a boycott against her program. And that got retweeted again a lot yesterday. And, and then, I was not the only person uh, doing that. There's now a, um, there is online a uh, petition. See, normally I would go to my phone with this stuff, but I can't do it and talk to you unless I do it on speakerphone, and I'm not sure that's right. So I'm 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 sort of stuck here a little bit. Um, There is a uh, petition to have her removed, but Summer uh, Lee did respond to a lot of this uh, Twitter activity uh, with something, and she said something to the effect of, you know, uh, you're giving her what she wants by retweeting this and her clips, by talking about her, by making her a cause celeb, You are giving her what she wants, which is Summer Lee telling us that Ms. Bell is very much like the narcissistic sociopath that she worships, Donald Trump. And she craves more and more attention, and she has no problem if she gets that attention by setting American against American. By suggesting American kill American. And Summer Lee also said, and, and I, we've heard this before, I've trafficked in it, that she is probably trying to, up. you know, she once had national attention when she got fired from WTA television. That case, that Thing made national news and even though it showed her in a bad light she loved it even though it cost her a job she loved it because she has reinvented herself now as a Laura Ingram wannabe and she's doing her routines now with as they all do an audience of one in mind right I don't know probably whoever's hiring at Fox News, but there is a petition out there if you wanna sign it, and here I think I can but i you know I know summer lee is 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 right, but on the other hand. KDKA needs to be, needs to have, um, needs to be hurt by continuing to employ her. Of course, if they were ever to fire her, she would have then, uh, you know, become a cause celeb, which is what she wants. Uh, I don't know. But the petition says here. It's been up for a day. There's a thousand people that have supported it. It's at change.org. Okay? If you want. At change.org, if you want to uh sign it. And uh it says above, if you go to it, it says Wendy Bell is is doing her best to try and make a national name for herself. She has sold herself out to the point where she is now inciting violence Uh, on her Twitter feed, as well as spewing hate for American citizens on air. uh, She is sowing division. Get her off the air. She has no business being paid for her hate-filled rhetoric. This is the town where 11 people were killed at Tree of Life by up to 1,111 people have signed. Um, I you know, uh, you might want to, so, so it's org if you want to look for it. But, you know, I, Summerlee br- brought up the sort of catch-22 of giving the, uh, giving attention to a person for whom attention is the oxygen they breathe and they need. And it could be that the cynical, irresponsible owners of uh, KDK Radio also have no problem with it. I do think that costing them advertising dollars um, is the most effective way. And um, I know Wendy is a uh, spokesperson for a local car dealership can't think of which one but maybe uh they could get targeted i i don't know i do know that we don't want her this city does not need a voice like this um on that radio station which as we know has more wattage than any in uh town Um, And what is sad is that there are some good people who do work there, and it once was a great radio station. That was before I came to town. It was a great radio station, but it was not owned then by the current ownership. And uh, I'm sure the folks at KDTV Are very unhappy since they're constantly having to put out, uh, press releases saying, we do not, we do not have the same ownership anymore. The radio is separate from the TV, different owners. That didn't used to be the case, but it is, uh, now. I don't know what you do with her. I don't know. I don't know. Getting to the emails, Bree writes, my doctoral dissertation looked in part at the election of 2000. What I found was that there was a rally round the flag effect that happened after the election night. The momentum carried Bush to victory in the immediate aftermath, and then later in the eyes of more and more. The media coverage and the threat of legal battles saw Al Gore concede, Biden needs to win overwhelmingly, or else. Well, you know, and how do you win overwhelmingly when you've got the incumbent actively working to uh cripple the US postal service when this election will be <laughs> held via the US mail more so far more so than it ever ever has right Brie goes on, Trump voters clearly will brave Covid to go to his rally, so they will go to the polls in person. Well, I gotta tell you, so will i i've told I did tell you, and I think many of us should i'm as I said, I'm an old asthmatic. I will go to the polls, but come on, the polls big deal. I put a mask on, I don't touch anybody. I put gloves on if I want. I bring my own pen to sign. I don't yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, i you can do that and not die, and the more of us who vote in person, the more we will avoid the real danger of of him having an election night lead. We all know that the ballots won't be counted for a week or more, and so if when they start counting the absentee ballots, all of a sudden Biden takes the lead. Well, you can imagine what his uh, credulous uh, lemmings will will say. They're stealing it. They're rigging it. They're stealing it. They'll be in the streets. So I think we should avoid that by voting in person. And I think we need to, if possible, uh, be part of the effort to recruit people willing to be poll, uh, watchers. I'm not watchers, but the poll workers, because some of the old people who do that are afraid. um, if I weren't dealing with this uh with this back issue I have which is keeping me from being able to do much of anything, I I would I would I think volunteer to be a poll worker. I think that's the kind of thing patriots got to do right now. I really do. So I'm Putting together a show where we will learn. I mean, I, I do know there's problems if you if you get an absentee ballot um, and then choose to vote in person, it could be that you will not be allowed to. That that will be a provisional vote, so it'll be not counted on um, election night. So if you've already got or asked for a ballot, I don't know that you're able to do that. But we we're going to answer all those questions. Uh, for you in uh, the coming weeks. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Little Tony says, if that video doesn't get her, be off Katie, then nothing will. Well, that's true. It's not like her... Her bosses haven't seen it. And um, I suspect, you know, they belong to the the theory and so much AM radio ownership that uh, you do what you have to do to keep uh, keep the white nationalists in power. And to sow as much division as you possibly can. That's the template of uh, right-wing talk radio, which owns talk radio. Um, I certainly know that. They own it. They suppress other voices. Uh, so Tony's saying, I don't agree with Summer Lee. I think we should shout this from the mountaintops. Uh Okay. Well, let us not repeat the uh, mistake we made last time of, you know, thinking that he can't be uh, reelected. I have a caller. Caller, go ahead, please.
0: Hi, Lynn. Hi. It's David. Hey, I've got the coffee on. Um, I'm jumping around listening to you. I'm I'm all fired up. And uh, me and Kathy, we volunteered to be poll workers, and um, we voted live last Last in the primary, so we're just going to do it again. It was, it was set up really good um, in Hampton. Uh, there was no um, problem with people maintaining distance, wearing wearing masks. Uh, I think that's they had great. a lot of vol- volunteer fire department people working there um, hmm. to supplement for the elderly that weren't.
1: Well, that's and, good. Uh, and are you? When do you get your training and stuff? If you Volunteer, I mean,
0: because you got to go through training to do. Well, they didn't call Kathy back last time until uh, the week before, and said, "Well, we can't do it anymore." I I don't know what, I don't know how, um, I don't know why it. it, There were there were some glitches last time. Maybe they had enough people. I I don't know they they would have. I thought they would have told you that if they did. Um, Yeah.
1: Hmm. But um, well, I that's the problem that we need the poll workers so that all the polls can be open because if they do what they did in the primary, which is in the city here, you know, uh, close most of them and just have um, everybody voting in, in my neighborhood, all these neighborhood places were closed and everybody had to go to Taylor Alderdice. And in this election with the turnout, there will be, I mean that'll be waiting times of uh, you know hours and hours
0: and hours. I would think. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, we so. figured each each location probably needs ten workers, and mm-hmm. then anybody else that might you know any ancillary people that are there to help in other ways. But uh, I don't think you can get by without ten per location. Yeah, and yeah. Like you said, at all or dice, it's going to be a, a mega location. So. Right. Uh, maybe even more. Like maybe they would be setting up um, different stations um, with ten people in them through the the area, through the yeah. area that people we're walk, walking through. But um, I thought it was. But kind I, you of, know, we've
1: got yeah. But I wanted to say we've gotten a lot better at understanding how to safeguard ourselves and how to safeguard a um, you know. A, An environment, you know, we can get air purifiers. People can donate for the, you know, we can. There's just a lot of stuff we could do to make people comfortable.
0: Quite true. Uh, Not locally, but um, you know the the information that they were throwing around about the um, the basketball arenas being open for for elections is is also very hopeful. And their season will be over by then, and those. Spots will just be sitting there empty. Well,
1: I don't the think back. they've been using those. They haven't been using those facilities, right? Aren't they playing all their games in uh, Disney World or something? Oh, that's,
0: that's correct. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, sure, sure. So, so I, I mean, mean, they
1: could be getting retrofitted right now.
0: All uh, those NBA yep. arenas. And they're and they're huge. I mean, they're just massive coliseums that uh, couldn't I don't know how, what the, their capacity would be, but. I'm sure there's multiple entrances and exits throughout the these buildings exactly
1: well, maybe and, uh, the penguins uh maybe the penguins should think about uh using uh, that facility as well
0: well i there's always a possibility though you know what what can a lame bird do you know i mean I, I, I don't, exactly
1: what are they doing
0: <laughs> they're just harassing people up there on the hill about uh <laughs> about putting in a grocery store or some crap. Oh. I, mean, I, I, I I I've I've been infuriated with them uh, since they tore all those people out of that area and put in the the um, the arena. civic arena in the first place.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was an outrageous act. It really was. Now we realize it.
0: I mean, you at the time about that overt, was progress.
1: Uh, yeah. Overt
0: racism is what it's called. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I don't think people understood that.
0: Have you, we see have it you, now. I think I asked you before about this. Have you have you heard of this book called Wicked Pittsburgh about that no. about, about that and multiple other crap that's happened in the city that's huh. made made us uh, as great as we are? You know, um, uh, mm-hmm. it's a fellow from the University of West Virginia um, wrote it. Um, it's it's intriguing, and uh, you'll 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 read it in one sitting. Huh. Uh, no, uh, I haven't it, heard of it. And it's um, it, it's it's an eye opener for anybody. There, he did research. He 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 dug deep, and even stuff that you thought you knew about. Well, he goes into a lot more interesting detail on it, and it's it's all right. It might be worth checking out in this in this okay. season of, uh, uh, <laughs> of, of of madness. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, go well, thank go, you. Go thank work you. at the polls. It looks like it's pretty okay, easy yeah. if, if they ever get thank a hold you. of us.
1: Thank you very much, David. Thank you. Welcome.
0: Take care. Okay. Bye. Yeah, you
1: too. Bye bye. Um, oh, um, Ann is telling us that Bell's sponsor is Schultz Ford. The owner is a Trump supporter. Um, well, yeah, Schultz Ford. Well, don't buy your Ford there. Be aware. I don't know where it is. I'm not. I'm not into. Um, you know, I wouldn't buy a Ford anyway. And that goes back to: do you, Are you aware that it was for years and years and years and years, it was almost uh, impossible to find a Jew driving a Ford. Did you know that? Like, if you were to look in the parking lot of a uh, synagogue on, uh, you know, like Yom Kippur, you're you're not seeing Fords. And there's a reason for that. Because it was a a, Jews would not buy his car because Henry Ford, the brilliant uh, founder of the Ford Motor Company, was when he wasn't being the brilliant owner of the Ford Motor Company and the genius who figured out, you know, how to have rolling assembly lines and who even figured out that he had to pay his workers enough so they could afford the product they bought. All those things are really, really impressive. When he wasn't being impressive like that, he was actively working to make Jews the most hated hunted people in the world. He was all on anti-Semite. He promulgated every crazed Jewish conspiracy theory. He was, uh, he was something, a real hater. And um, Jews wouldn't buy his cars understandably right and i still have it i you know i i i wouldn't buy a ford it's just a thing (laughs) i wouldn't buy a ford um okay so what we got here uh oh lou says i happen to know from doing it, that a polling station probably could get away with five people. Really? I was thinking of mine where I vote at my uh, at the elementary school near my house, and there are, I'd say, eight, I think. There's the two people sitting at the table, sometimes three. There's the guy who helps you over to the machine and sticks the little thingamajiggy in. Four, and then there's the same complement of people across the gym on the other side, um, who I guess are doing a different. I I never understood that part. Whatever. I I don't know, but I don't. I I think there's under ten there, but the more I guess the speedier it might be. I don't know, but well, if if Lou's worked them, she she knows that you could get away with five. But that sounds like you need uh, a little bit more, ideally. Um, I want to see what I've, I'm having trouble here. Hang on. I'm really having trouble with my damn... God, I hate... my. Excuse me, I didn't mean to scream at you. I really didn't, didn't, didn't. I just hate this computer. I, it's making me insane. It is. It's it's killing me. It's killing me. Okay. Oh, here. That's it. Um. Uh, did you see that? Mike Pence. Our. Uh, our uh, Stepford husband, vice president, when asked about this uh, revelation in uh, the New York Times reporter's book about Trump, Trump's White House, and the revelation that uh, Trump had run off to uh, Walter Reed on a Saturday um and that the vice president had been called and put on alert and standby in case something happened to the president at the hospital. And Pence was asked about that. And do you know what he said? He said, I don't recall. I don't recall being told Now, that is, the dog ate my homework is a better lie. If you were told, hey, you might have to step in and be the president of the United States, you wouldn't recall that? (laughs) Give me a break. God so it turns out he is every bit as much a liar he's just a liar wow what nonsense I don't recall right I do I have a caller yes caller hello 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 uh, maybe not. I'm sorry. My computer keeps jumping around, and I can't, I can't see what's going on here. Um, did you see the? There was an idiot flying in a jetpack around LAX the other day. You know the 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 stupidity. And it's often grounded too this kind of stupidity is grounded just selfishness you know oh, i got a jetpack and i'm going to zoom up into the sky like you know a superhero and buzz around fine and dandy but yet don't do it on the, uh, the approach path to LAX where you could take down an airliner take yourself out too no great loss there Unbelievable. And speaking of things in the sky that, you know, could cause trouble, you remember hearing about that asteroid that, uh, NASA says is heading, uh, toward us and, uh, due to possibly, uh, hit us on election day. Oh no, day before. I guess it's a day before. <laughs> it's too, you know, it's just too perfect. Given the way this year is going, and I you know that's a that's a big story and Then I saw the rest of the story, and I'm thinking, you know, come on, did you see how big this asteroid is? It's less than seven feet across it's like a guy on a jetpack heading toward us, so Instead of, I didn't see that little part of it before, that it was this tiny, absurdly tiny little thing. Why even, I, again, I don't, I don't call that good reporting, because some people would have been frightened, right? Some people would have been frightened by it, that news that an asteroid could hit. And, um, you know, why even put that out there? Well, because it's funny, I guess. Hey, look at this. Now an asteroid's going to hit us the day before the election. But, um, you know, a seven-foot asteroid ain't even going to get through the atmosphere, is it? It'll burn up. And even if it doesn't, the most it could do is take out uh, a person or two. <laughs> uh Come on, unbelievable. Well, okay, so I think that's, that's it. Let me quickly check and see if I can get you a COVID reading. Uh, yesterday, uh, new case count was really uh, down, um, which was nice to see. Although, you know, it jumps around. Here it is. And i see, it's back up again. Boy, this is not as good. Jesus, people are dying. I got to tell you, there, I think there were five deaths yesterday. Only 22 cases, new cases, but five deaths. So here again, the cases keep coming in, but some of the cases are old people, and they die. But that's okay. Just that's Wendy Bell. That's okay. It's okay. So there's 68 new cases. In the last 24 hours, and nine deaths. And the deaths are of one person in their 50s, and then the others are 70s, 80s, 90s. So, and six of those are in a long-term care facility. So man, if you don't have to be in one of those, you don't want to be. But all you people who are continuing to act irresponsibly, I sure wish I sure wish you would get your acts together, act together. All right, I think that's it for me, and um uh, I thank you for spending the time with me if in fact you did and uh, I'll be back tomorrow and hope you'll be here too have a good day be safe Lynn Cullen Live Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com